1: my friends welcome olibiakos fans around the world we are gate 7 international your number one english source for all things olibiakos welcome to another episode of the show brought to you by the fans for the fans we're here today to talk about the next europa league game against frankfurt it's the return tie following a 3-1 defeat in frankfurt i was there Labros was there. We're both here today to talk about tomorrow's game. Labro, what's going on?
0: Hello, everyone. Good evening. Good morning. If you're listening tomorrow morning, I know some of you are listening live, so welcome. Uh, Yeah, it's been almost two weeks since I've last been on the podcast because I was in Frankfurt. I had some family things in Athens to attend to as well. So it's been a long trip, but I'm finally back. I have a lot of things on my mind. Two weeks have passed. We can talk a bit about that away trip in frankfurt i don't think you've done that as well on the pod we can talk about what a shit show that place is i hate it's one of my least favorite cities i am never I going like back it.
1: to frankfurt never again if they pay never. me i would never go back to frankfurt
0: i'm never going back to frankfurt again in my life one no, of my least no favorite offence. cities
1: yeah no offense to people from frankfurt but i'm never going back to frankfurt for <laughs> me
0: all offense to people from Frankfurt. Your <laughs> shitty's is a shithole. Like it's it, terrible. It's my god. Disgusting. But anyway, oh god. um, uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about the game first. I want to do some housekeeping since Adi's not here to do it. Uh Olympiakos DC, who of course uh, we have close relationship with, have their first playoff game this Saturday against. Hopefully, I got this team's name right. Svisa prep for Pro FC. They will be playing Saturday evening, U.S. Eastern Time, 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, U.S. I don't know what time that is, European, but let's say in the evening. So if you want to watch, we'll be providing streaming links and information on our social media. And again, as always, thank you to our sponsor, Pureus International. Pureus International is your one-stop shop for All of your international trans-shipping needs, whether you're shipping olive oil packages, cars, or relocating completely, Piraeus International is here to help. Freight forwarding services available to almost any port around the world, whether North America, Europe, Africa, Asia, or even Australia. Just contact our friends at Piraeus International at 410-675-4696 or email sales at com. And with that, I think we have one more sponsor ad read, which is the new one. Mine is currently held up in Swiss customs, but uh, we still have the ad read. So, time you want to let it rip?
1: Yeah, why not? I was going <laughs> to say save it for a little bit later. Let's, ah, okay. Well, <laughs> let's save it for a little bit later. Let's I keep will it. A surprise. Let's, let's keep people on. Uh, there's there's a nice little surprise coming later in the show. Nice video for our new sponsor um stick with us I think let's let's dive into it let's get into into tomorrow what do we know heading into heading into tomorrow's game like what what did they say at the press conference today
0: I'll start us off we will start with Frankfurt um Oliver Galsner Galsner's and his interview in Germany revealed the information that Philippe Kostic who Pacienza and Lens all did not travel they won't be available for Frankfurt that's a big note Kostic was very important last game we saw him kill Kenny Lala very very often we'll discuss that as well but we also he he let know that Sebastian Roda he, he played for Bayern Munich a few years ago he was I think a German international, he came off the bench in Frankfurt for Pacienza to secure the defense. He made the trip, but he's not fully healthy. Kostic, meanwhile, has an ankle issue. Um, and we we got a comment. He said that we can win in Greece. Um, we're only considering Olympiakos. And supposedly there was quite a bit of criticism lit on Frankfurt, who are currently third off the bottom in Germany. They're in risk of, getting into a relegation battle. That's a bit crazy to say for a team like Eintracht Frankfurt. But anyway, they really want the win tomorrow. They're looking for it. And the coach came out with those statements. Now going over to our side, I will pull up the com. Actually, real quick, coming from our side, if we're talking injury news. I don't know whether good or bad, but Andreas Pujalakis has trained with the team tonight. And he is available. He'll be on the squad list as long along with one Henry Onyakuru. uh, uh, The dyed hair, as he's been called on Instagram, Vapsomali, as they like to say in Greek or Greek listeners will have seen that one around. Uh, He is also in the match squad and up for place for a squad place. And let's start off with uh, Pedro Martins, what he said in his press conference. He wants the team to press a bit more and to have better f- finishing. And he's he said he's pretty sure that we'll be able to pull out the result. He, he noted in the first game with Frankfurt, the, the pressing both by Frankfurt and by us was not good enough. And it's something that we're, we're going to have to get over with. And now that we've seen Frankfurt play, it's something we can understand. And regarding the status of uh, Buhalak, uh he said we're going to have to wait 24 hours until, uh, until the thing. Uh, we're gonna see if he's gonna be able. We're gonna give everything, uh, <clears throat> and also that Karbovnik will not be uh, be in the team. Uh, I read that as well. Uh, yeah. So so that was a big thing. Um, they talked about Cisse and Ba. Blah 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 blah. Um, so so just the typical things like we're sure we're gonna win. We're gonna give it our all. But I think the pressing was was interesting. I, I'm looking at it now. And then also we had Yusef Alarabi, who was speaking in the press conference. And there was a weird quote that came out kind of saying that he prefers to play with Tequino. He likes playing with a a second striker. So a bit interesting. Uh, He noted Pedro Martins knows what we need, but that he prefers playing with Tequino. Uh, They also asked him a question uh, tomorrow, tomorrow night... Uh, Yusuf Al-Arabi could be the the first scorer, the top scorer for Olympiacos in European history. Just one goal and he stands alone as the top goal scorer for Olympiacos in European history. It's a big feat and if he does it tomorrow night with a win, I think I think it's a big accomplishment. I think it's something there's going to be a debate maybe when games slow down about what his place is in the history of Olympiacos' his top strikers. I I think... I think it's going to be... But uh... so that's a fun
1: fact, isn't it? That's yeah, a fun fact be... for tomorrow, that he, he can yeah. become Olympiacos's number one scorer in European competitions. I think it's 15 goals. He's tied with Kostas Mitroglu, and yeah. he, can, he can beat that tomorrow if that's extra incentive for him. I don't know if he's going to start tomorrow. There's already I... loads of comments coming in about what the lineup's going to be.
0: It's always with the press conference My, stuff. They come to the co- press conference. They always play. I feel like that's the fact. Like I don't remember once doing the press conference and then they don't start. That's just from from memory. From memory, not boom, From memory, but that, uh, I also want to finish by saying that could, El Arabi uh, did say that Frankfurt is think the team right that has that. give Bro,
1: and a lot of okay. comment, you know what we're going to do t- tomorrow. Um yeah. I see Garcia's uh, there's a topic about Henry Henry Onyekuru
0: <laughs> Yeah I don't know much I don't know about Henry Onyekuru Costa Ooh. You have Sorry, my connection schools, is. There? Uh, I think I'm back. Yeah. Now. Um, don't worry. Let me give you huh? a rant. Shall I give you Hopefully. a rant about this comment? Shall I hold on? So, yeah, guys, huh? I don't. I I would be. I would not be against uh, Verusai starting tomorrow night. I wouldn't be. This is going to be a controversial take. I wouldn't be against um, Ronnie Lopez starting tomorrow night. I don't know to offer us something different. I I don't know. I haven't listened to the radio the past few days. Um so I don't know what what the hell they're thinking of playing tomorrow night Costa. I don't know if your connection's good and you've been listening but what what do you think the lineup's going to be like? What, do you have any idea? Cuz I have no idea.
1: Yeah, so yeah, sorry about that. Um w- working from the attic again. Um <laughs> lineup, yeah, before we get into that, um this game it has one of those feelings like that milan game and i have the tifo behind me if you're watching on video and erythrol of course, laos just sent a message in saying in greek uh, tomorrow's tifo from gate seven is going to leave all of europe speechless
0: oh it's amazing tomorrow. i don't know if you saw but frankfurt post a video of them training in the Kariskaki and it's full stadium choreo it's like freaking magnificent i think it's gonna be amazing so i'm excited to see it
1: yeah it has one of those feelings about tomorrow it's just you know everyone's been been saying it's a you know it's another must win game first place is up for grabs if we win tomorrow we've basically got the ticket um, into the last 16 of the Europa League. This year, it's different from other years. If you finish first, you skip around, you go straight to the last 16. It means you don't play in February, but you play uh, in March. You don't have to play a game against the Champions League team that's finished third in their group. So... um I mean, yeah. If we win tomorrow, I think it's it's another step along the journey. We've still got a job to do when we play Fenerbahce at home. We've still got a job to do when we go away and play against Antwerp. It's a very unpredictable group. I think everyone can beat anyone, and um, I think Frankfurt is the team that's caused us the most trouble so far in the group. We saw that in the last game. It's a team that they like to press, uh, or, or rather, they like they like to. To break in transition very, very fast. That's something that we saw live when we were at the game, is that they have very fast players, uh beast wing backs, and that number 15, I think the Japanese player who I think scored the third goal against us. Fantastic. Um, fantastic. Very, very active player in the midfield. He he impressed me in the last game. Um and he really made them tick in, in midfield. We had trouble after 10 minutes i said it before i'll say it again after 10 minutes our team looked dead when we were playing against frankfurt away um but you know all of these things like the the style of play of frankfurt the fact that they they are a fast break counter-attacking team it raises some questions about how is pedro going to set up the team tomorrow Uh, and that's the discussion that that we've just begun is you know what's the lineup going to be how is he gonna how is he going to combat Frankfurt's uh, strengths on the counter. And um, how is he going to counteract that midfield where they have strength and they have pace and they have players with good technique in the middle? Um, There's the you know, one of the big questions going into the game is whether it's going to be Henry starting as you said on the wing, or whether um, on might start to be honest, I have a feeling that he's going to go for a four, three, three. I don't I think the only way I see Ronnie Lopez playing tomorrow is if we play with a number 10, um, having said that, I wonder to what extent his plans, Martin's plans might change given the fact that Kostic isn't playing tomorrow. Now that he knows that Kostic isn't playing, does that mean he's going to change his plans? I don't think so i think he's had a i think what this is my take i think what he'll do tomorrow is he will play likely agibu on the wing which i've gone on record before and said i don't really like him on the wing i think tomorrow is a day where we see kunde i think finally kunde no might way.
0: Go. he's gonna start Buhalex on one leg and someone's gonna <laughs> I I'm going uh, to the bar tomorrow night to watch the game cuz it's a European game so we get it on TV here so I I am yeah. dying to go out for a drink and we're going our little squad and fuck me I it could get rowdy if Bujalaki's name is on the team sheet like <laughs> I I
1: can't I can't with this anymore. with like
0: uh with Bujalaki's like ooh it's been building like social media like The whistles in the stadium for Bukalak is like, oh, it's going to be so bad if he plays. He's going to be so bad. Like, I think people are at the breaking point with Lakis, you know, like he's always there. He's always on the cusp of where people are just like this bastard. Like, you know what I mean? Of course, you know, like people like already in the stadium, anyone who's been to the stadium, like during Bukalak's tenure at Olympiacos. Like just sit there, okay? You have to speak Greek, but you have to hear the names. What Alexis is called is insane. So like, and and people, it's cool. I bet you it's cooled off with um with his recent performances. He's been a bit better, but like recently he's been shit. So like, my god, wow!
1: It's so just to clarify one thing because yeah, is out, guys. say's out tomorrow. on cards. The yellow card he picked up in the last game means he's suspended. So, uh, yeah, that means we're going with Usainu Ba at the back. I should say, maybe some of you picked this up, but the referee tomorrow is a guy from Belarus, if Belarus, I remember Belarus, well. yeah. And mm-hmm. in his last Europa League game that he whistled, it was, a, it was Seville against I can't remember who, he gave four penalties he gave four penalties and yeah. the- he's a penalty so, merchant
0: i i read i heard that on the radio with uh it,
1: with you're saying with bar really needs to...
0: was talking about it on the radio i was like oh fuck yeah he,
1: yeah, <laughs> so he was... really bar, bar needs to wind the clock back to some of those oh, performances shit, yes solve. bar
0: is going to be playing oh no
1: yeah uh, there are some comments here in the chat is there any possibility that we might see uh what's his name yeah, As a centre back, center back. Oh, who frigging who said hope that? Not. I really oh, don't. I think
0: hope so. not. What? What? No, I don't think that's been okay. reported anywhere. Like, I hope not. because no. Socrates is. I do so. they said so.
1: No, 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 no. There's no way. There's no way.
0: Bigger disaster should we? Should, is we, if, take...
1: Uh,
0: Avram has should to we take Avraham?
1: Should we it? On. Yeah, go on. Should, should we take it from the back? <laughs> Let's take it from the back. The lineup. I think. I think. That, it is, yeah. go ahead. la Lala, mm-hmm. Oleg. No,
0: honestly, with Costa uh, Chaucer, I start Andrutos personally.
1: at um, right back.
0: I, okay, here we go. It's been a while. I haven't been on the podcast. Here it comes. Kenny Lala is for, 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 for done. He's done. He is done. I'm ready to say goodbye to Kenny Lala. I'm tired of it. I'm really tired of it, guys.
1: What about the apology form? What about the apology form?
0: Screw the apology form. Do you remember the He's, apology form? I, like Peter has been sensing it. He's like, why do you always talk about Lala? And I'm just like, well, I fucking <laughs> hate him. Well, that's why. So I, I just, I, I'm really done with it. I'm going to give him, I, I'm not going to go off on a rant right now, but honestly, Andrucho's like looks 10 times faster than Kenny Lala is that does Kenny Lala even run maybe okay let me explain to the listeners like what we saw in Frankfurt how bad was Kenny Lala in Frankfurt Costa like drop it for the freaking people like his positioning his goddamn effort just walks around everywhere I don't he he's I don't know he just seems like you can really sense how a player is like in person, when the camera's not on, when them walking and they're at it, I don't know. Just seemed like, like out of it. Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense.
1: But to to, to me, what I said after the Frankfurt game was that he looked soulless. Like there it's was no, agent. like there was no sentiment. Could punch this guy
0: be... in the face and he would just be like, "Cheers, mate." Like, t- you want yeah. my wife as well? Like you can you can punch her too. Like there's just nothing there. Like there's nothing, like someone could beat the guy up and he would just be like, have a good day. Like there's just nothing in this guy. There's nothing. I yeah. don't know.
1: And it's spread. No, there's, there's a, there's a lack of feeling and a lack of passion and sentiment and just like, yeah, I think you're, you're, you're almost spot on. It's just, you just don't see anything in his expression. Like he's just kind of mute or neutral and you're just like show some aggression or show some, yeah consistency show me something but to be fair it wasn't just him in the last game just the whole team the whole team felt deflated except for this man uh yeah, so Garci- was amazing
0: so- in frankfurt i
1: so he was playing alone he was like a he was like a spartan at the, back. Also, he just the passion he
0: showed he was diving into challenges he was yelling like it was just such a breath of when he first came in i thought that was one of the best things he was bringing to us like just the the no nonsense defending you know what I mean that's what Uh, I mean
1: yeah um sorry I've just seen this comment Porto Leone in Brussels there's no Olympiacos club I there is mate there is um sorry this is responding probably to a question below um from Alex Platano looking for an antwerp ticket. If you want an antwerp ticket mate and you live in Brussels like me or you live in Belgium um send us a dm on twitter or an instagram or any of our socials um get in touch with with us and i'll try and help you out. But look guys there was a message that was sent around to all gate 7 yeah. fan clubs. Right if you're well. not if you're not signed up to your local gate seven fan club do not expect to get tickets for these games the tickets are limited antwerp stadium is being um is being refurbished on one of the stands so the capacity is limited even more we're only going to get close to a thousand tickets i think that's it it's, Oof. okay it's wow. not a lot it's yeah. not a lot so again i repeat if you want to go to these away games go and support your local fan clubs for some it's not going to be more than like 50 euro a year and that contributes to you know like the rec centers that you go and watch games together or like the trips that you'll go on so just like you know be a sport like support the club and um and yeah mate uh for anyone that's listening from from belgium brussels um or if you guys looking for any info on on fan clubs uh, get in touch and we'll try and try and help you out sorry that was a little side note there no it's a good uh,
0: we've had people ask the questions and the sad thing is there's not a fan club everywhere so maybe the closest location to you you can speak with people um and the thing is yeah they they really deserve support and funding a lot of people all these guys do it for free a lot of the people who run the fan clubs so I don't know, support these guys. They make merchandise, they organize events, they get the tickets. They have to pay for the tickets up front and then they get paid back. But sometimes you have to straggle to get anyway, just like um, yeah. If we can help, we can help. But yeah, support these guys, support the fan clubs, you know, they're great initiatives.
1: But we were talking about question marks tomorrow, and you're saying Andruto starts tomorrow.
0: I would love to see andruto start tomorrow, just because I would love to see some running um, up and down that wing with Kostic not starting, I think it's a little easier for Andruzzos to play. Um, I also don't think Kenny Lala is a brilliant defender. I think that's bullshit. I think it's just a narrative because he came from Ligon. Everyone's like, oh, Kenny Lala is a better defender. I think he's bang he average. Definitely,
1: he is definitely a better defender. He's a he's better definitely defender definitely because Andruzzos defender. is a
0: shit defender, but like that doesn't mean he's... Uh, He's like feeling I'm glam he's over there. Like everyone is like, we have to start La La because he's an amazing defender. I amazing
1: defender, maybe not. Maybe in, not an amazing uh, in, defender.
0: In Frankfurt, they had to switch the wings because he was getting destroyed by Kostic. I don't know if you remember that, but anyway.
1: No, but he, uh, honestly, Kostic not playing tomorrow is huge. Every time he Pacienza kept, too was time. decent.
0: Was a decent he was almost like a target man, Pasian. I don't remember when he signed for us. I thought he was more fast. He was going in behind. Like he was almost like a target yeah. man, if I remember he's like
1: um like he, he's he's a mobile target man. He's like he's a bit he's of a, a new big
0: dude. Like I don't I didn't remember yeah. him being so big, like I don't know. Barely
1: he, played he played like two two, three appearances maybe as a yeah. sub, and then he had this heart problem heart, and heart then. Problem. We, He's made a career for himself.
0: Like, good for the dude. Like, I remember when he yeah. left, I was super disappointed because it was, it was, he was like a bit of a, like, everyone was excited. Like, this guy, Patsienza, has come. He could be something big. And then the, the heart issue just came out of nowhere. And then, it, boom, boom, that yeah. was it. And he's still so, only 26, I think, 25.
1: He yeah, he's quite young. He's yeah. quite young. But, yeah, uh, it's a shame. Yeah, it's kid, a shame, good for it's him, a shame how it turned out.
0: Yeah. And it's and, a shame. And so tomorrow night I, I I don't even know who their other striker is. I'm gonna be completely honest. I'm gonna have to Neither. Google it. I yeah. I hate them I mean so look much. I, I hate them. I, I I don't care who the other striker is, I just want to beat them.
1: No, I, but you know, it's I I was listening to this on the radio earlier, but man. they they are so, like, apparently their coach is playing his head tomorrow. Like the, the results have been poor, uh besides a 2-1 win, I think it was against Bayern, uh, yeah. which came out of nowhere, and then a 3-1 win against us. They've gotten very lucky. And even and in the group stage as well of the Europa League, I think the, the last game, it was a, a 95th minute penalty uh, before our game in Frankfurt. And then, uh, you know, against Fenerbahce as well, it was a last minute extra time penalty. So you're hoping that the luck's going to run out tomorrow uh with uh with close to 30 000 in the stadium mm. so but but really Kostic being out every time he got on the ball in, was in that game what a player was, that
0: kid is like his, left foot,
1: his oh. left foot is so elegant it's just like yeah. something like Georgievich was you know it's just it, he would it was his left foot was like a paintbrush yeah just beautiful. like not, it was beautiful every time I, he whipped those balls in Brilliant. He's well, I'm very like, glad he's not
0: playing. I, his movement, too, was just like... like Every time he got on the ball, I was like, he, for fuck's sake, here we yeah. go again, you know? Anyway, here we so, go again. Like, I, I'm i looking at their lineup from the last game, and Kostic did play. Uh, the lineup looks slightly different. They have the Swiss midfielder, who I remember, uh, Ture. But they started a striker named Bore. Bore? Is that the name? Bore?
1: Yeah.
0: I, I don't know where he's from
1: anyway got a, yeah let, let, um, let's move let's move to the yeah. big questions tomorrow midfield so, real
0: quick oleg starts as well That's...
1: yeah yeah oleg we said so okay oleg uh socrates Ba, and ba, right back you you're you're, you're going for andrutos yeah whatever
0: if... i lala will play and he'll get subbed off at like the 70th minute <laughs> Let's, be Let's see. Because worried. he was
1: taken off at the weekend, huh? he was taken off for a rest, or well, everybody played all the He gets taken off all
0: the time. It makes no sense. This is the first time I've seen a fullback fullback get subbed off so much in my life. But
1: it's it's true. It's not something that uh that generally coaches do take wing, no. wing backs off during a game. No, it's no, not no, a no. it's not a good sign. But okay, um, midfield. Jan and Villa has to be starting tomorrow in Jan
0: and Via in the hole at the six. Yes.
1: Yeah. That, for me, is a cert. Madi Kamara Kamara needs to finally step up. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been been building for me. It's been building for me a little bit with Madi. He he was carrying us in the uh, European qualification campaigns for the Champions League, as far as we got, uh, scored goals. I feel like since the league campaign started and Europa League has started, he's been playing sixes you know six and a half maybe seven out of ten i feel like he's playing in third gear he's just not getting out of third gear and getting into fourth and fifth and there are rumors surfacing again that roma are interested italian clubs are looking at him that you know roma came to watch him and agibo and Masuras, and they're coming again tomorrow well i tell you what um if it means that he puts in a performance tomorrow we we're not we're not ourselves we know he's given a lot to this club he shouldn't be here he should uh he should be playing in a bigger league but i'm i want a performance from maddie tomorrow uh yeah, big i want game. Him to put in I, what he can do
0: it's going to be a packed house like we had the fan ban against um pauk and then we yeah. went away to frankfurt and then it was panathinaikos i think almost two weeks have gone by like this this is going to be a big stadium, hopefully full. The one thing I want to say, which is a bit controversial, I was looking at tickets. Sometimes I look to see, like, oh, where what sections are open, blah, blah, blah. The tickets are way too expensive, man. Like, I don't know if you've seen, but, like, to get in the building, you have to pay 30 euros. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, I, I really don't like that. Um, in Frankfurt, we paid 28 euros that's fantastic. Like that's fan to get into the stadium in yeah. Greece for this game, you're gonna have to pay at least twenty five euros, I think. Like that's I'm sorry, that's a bit too much for a Greek football team, Olympiakos, like even for someone abroad, like for me to go to a football game in, in Geneva, it's like fifteen francs. Like, come on. Like, it's a bit too much for me. But anyway. You
1: know, for point. all the shit for all the shit we gave Frankfurt as being a horrible city, which it is a horrible
0: city. Yeah, it's, it's the worst. We can talk about um, that all day. The,
1: the, the, the stadium was one of the nicest, most modern, beautiful stadiums I've ever been to. And I've been nice. to my fair share of stadiums across the world. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, we were sitting behind the goal and the 30 euro tickets you're talking about are tickets that are in the middle, in the middle of the park. Yeah, yeah.
0: It is what it is. Tickets have gone up post COVID, I think, and with Olympiacos, which is a bit sad to see. But
1: Champions League, Champions League, those tickets would cost about fifty. The yeah, the ones in the middle, forty-five or fifty euro.
0: Oh, but I, I don't know because sometimes I look to see, oh, is there some seats available? Blah blah blah. Like maybe I can text a friend to go. But anyway, let's move on. So midfield, Marika Mara, Janem for sure. And this is where and then, I will differ. And I think so, um, we go back to what we did in Turkey and you start Agui Bukamara as the third midfielder.
1: I, I agree with you from the perspective <clears throat> that this is not a game for me where we should be experimenting playing Lopez even if Lopez had a good game against Valladolid good game I mean he got an assist and he was active he was running yeah. around the pitch he was looking for the ball even if he was playing just one touch back to the player that gave it to him he was involved he was looking to you know help with the build up I agree with you from that sense I think it's not a game to be experimenting I think uh, I think maybe you and me are on the same line here that the the recipe for success tomorrow is is proven from the Fenerbahce game, with that midfield trio, where you have um, a holding player, it was Bukalakis in Turkey, and you had two players like Madi and Agibu. Um, we know they're friends off the pitch, it counts on the pitch as well, when they're playing side by side in the midfield, they can both press, they both have pace, they're both good on the ball, they're both fairly, I mean, you know, Madi, Madi is strong, Agibu for his size and you know his age, he's quite strong as well. I think I think we need those two players in the middle. Again, I don't I don't like to see uh, Agibou out on the wing. I think he's wasted. Um so I would agree with you. That would be my that would be my midfield trio going into the game tomorrow and I think to my earlier comment about Kunde I would like to see it, but again the fact that he's just got yeah. 8 minutes on the weekend it just shows to me that coach doesn't coach isn't sure about him.
0: It doesn't if make sense. Like, like, I don't, I don't, I don't
1: in get years, it. how is he going to start a game in Europe? I, I don't I get it. Where?
0: I don't get what the guy has to do, to be honest. And I, I was going to say the same thing. If he has played a bit more time, I would have started him tomorrow, but he just hasn't. I don't think relying on a 20 year old Agibu hasn't been dropped from the lineup in how long? it has been, he hasn't, two months. Pa- I don't think so. Pa- he,
1: ha- he hasn't been dropped since. I mean he's just, he, he's one of the first names on the team sheet. Yeah, exactly. I, think I after, don't know. After after Sokratis, Socrates, Mvila, and, and Madi, yeah. he, he and, and Masuras, he's one of those players now.
0: Yeah. And it yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It, I don't know how to feel so much about it. I think it's good, but okay, I I think sometimes his uh his decision making um yeah, I don't know. Sometimes, like, uh, he makes – well, he's 20 years old. It makes sense. But <clears throat> sometimes it's just, like, in the crucial moment. I noticed against this <clears> – <throat> against Panatholikos, he doesn't, like, have eyes up. It's like – it worked against the Pauk game where he bashed the ball into two defenders and it deflected in. But I sent yeah. you guys a tweet. I'm sorry if the person's listening. But I sent you guys a tweet, and the guy was right. Like, Agi Bucamara will go for the big money – when he makes the pass there instead of shooting, like when he sees the run, that makes much more sense because it, this has happened quite a few times where I've been just like at moments where I'm like, give the pass, give the pass. And he doesn't do it. He doesn't pick his head up and play the pass. And maybe that will come. I, with I, time. Talk,
1: I talked about that quite early on as well in his decision-making. And to be fair against bulk, the second goal, I think it was the Masura goal. It's from his assist where he's seen the run. He's played yeah. a nice pass in and I saw that he scored the goal. But guys, let's not forget, this is a kid that was worth, if I'm not wrong, 30 or 300k. His market value has gone up to three and a half million on transfer marked. Uh, it was yeah. updated yesterday, I think. So big congrats to him. Um, yeah, we've said it before. Like He's a kid that's played 13 professional games in his career. He's 20 years of age and he's still got A lot to learn on the pitch and I don't think it's a question of you know he's going to make the big move when he makes the pass instead of the shot it's he's going to make the big move and he's going to be ready for the big time when he knows the difference when he knows when it's the right time this is where I need to shoot or this is where the pass is on and he's his decision making needs to improve that's clear but what he brings us in tomorrow's game, playing in the midfield, not on the wing as he did in Frankfurt, is that he brings that ability uh, to bring uh, pace into the midfield. It's something that we did not have in Frankfurt and it killed us. Jan and Villa was playing by himself the first 10 minutes of the game and he was holding holding things together in the first 10 minutes. As long as Jan and Villa had strength and stamina the first 10 minutes of the game in Germany... So- something was happening. He was making interceptions. He was, uh, you know, winning the ball back and spreading the the ball out to the wings, getting others involved. But Bukalakis was never in the game in in Frankfurt. He played 90 minutes. Anyway, I'm not going to rant about Bukalakis. Maddy hasn't, we said, hasn't hit the standards yet. So he was, he was alone. And that put a lot of pressure on our defense because we didn't have any sort of, you know, fast player that could, that could be aggressive that could keep up with the pace and tempo of the Frankfurt midfield. That number 15 just did whatever the hell he wanted in the first game. And he's going to be the guy, number 15, the Japanese guy in the centre of midfield. We need to stop him tomorrow. We need to put pressure on him. I want to see some big tackles. Like, I play amateur football. I always say, get into the game and make a big tackle in the first, first 10, 15, first minute of the game. You need to make a big tackle. On that guy to let him know you're going to have a hard day today, my friend. You're just going to be on the ball and running and doing whatever the hell you want. And and tomorrow there's going to be pressure 30,000 Greeks. They're going to be up for it tomorrow. Uh, Tomorrow's the final.
0: People have been talking about it. People have been saying this is it for first place. Guys, first place is so big this year. With that first place, we have a buy, as Costa said. This is a huge opportunity to go far in Europe. Tomorrow night is a huge opportunity. We, we we win tomorrow, and we're looking at a home game with Fenerbahce where we could maybe clinch first place if results go our way. Or we could be looking very good into the last game versus Antwerp. Tomorrow's massive, massive. We dropped the ball a bit in Frankfurt, but that was always going to be difficult. If we go out tomorrow and win, that's huge. It, it could be... It, it it's a huge game so early in the season. The difference between first place and second place this year in Europa League is huge. It's huge. But if we just think about it, Olíbacos has been to the quarterfinals of the Europa League. That's the farthest we've gone. By December, we're in the quarterfinals of the Europa League. That's huge. That's hu- not quarterfinals, round of sixteen. Excuse me. Round anyway, 15, the round yeah. of sixteen has been the furthest we've gone, guys. Like. I don't think people get that. <clears throat> we will be there by December. Like, this is huge opportunity. We need to go for it. We need to go for it. And the players need to be up for it. They need to understand how big of an opportunity this is. You're in round of 16. You get a good draw. And there we go. It's a crazy dream, as we like to say. It's things bounce around, and we go for it. So
1: exactly.
0: Exactly. Let's, and let's see let let's move forward so we have masuras who's for sure gonna before
1: before before we get to get to the wingers maybe let's have a little pause here and we promised at the beginning of the show Uh, that we would be coming back and introducing uh our new sponsor there's a video coming up uh stay with us we we were approached by this new sponsor and we've got a nice little video for you now
0: Support for Gate 7 International is brought to you by Manscaped, the champion in men's below the belt grooming. The Lawnmower 4.0 is precision engineered to trim your family jewels. But before we trust the lawnmower to our family jewels, we're going to test it on my buddy Ian's head right here. So let's see how this thing does. I think it passed the test. To get your own lawnmower 4.0, go to Manscapes website at www.manscape.com and enter the code G7INTL for twenty percent off and free shipping. Fritos patu.
1: Jesus Christ! Feels- Ladies and gentlemen, Manscapes, check it out. Go to manscape.com if you need a ball trimmer or if you want to use it for something else. Uh 20% off if you go to manscaped.com. Free shipping. Uh if you use the order code G7 INTL. Don't be shy, guys. You know, like yeah. you know, whatever floats your boat.
0: Yeah. You you just want those those balls free flowing, like kamara on the break. You... <laughs> I had to do one.
1: I had to. I had to. There's, there's, so... there's gonna be like a different balls reference every episode. I'm sure every episode. I'm looking forward to the creativity.
0: Yeah, I am sure Peter's excited for it. But uh anyway. <laughs> anyway. Back to the game. Back to the game, everyone. Um so moving forward, we're looking um at Masuras on one wing. We're looking El Arabi sure. El Arabi, let's say Kavlarabi up top, given he was in the press yeah. conference. And that left wing, I just look at our our friend at Gazeta Giar Tomaras, he t- put an article saying Martin showed El Arabi and Onyekuru as starters for Frankfurt. So that's that's the news, guys. El Arabi and Onyekuru, he finished his article off with saying the exact three in midfield. We said Agibu, Envia, and Marigamara and Masuras, of course. So that looks like it's it, guys.
1: I think Masuras is definitely. We all know Masuras has got that spot uh, in the team tomorrow. To be surprised, I was. I was thinking about this coming up to this conversation. Now I wouldn't be surprised to see Henry on Yakuru start tomorrow from a, you know, because tactically, actually, uh, he has been. He has been good. That's the only thing he's been good at. Uh, we brought him in to be, to be a sensation, attacking wise on the wing. You know, to run at people, to be fast on the counter-attack, get in behind, score goals. Uh You know, his goal-scoring record, if you look at his career stats, are quite remarkable for a, for a player that's, if I remember well, 24, 25 years of age. He's still young. He's been on the scene for a long time, guys. Um I'm not... I'm not surprised uh, if he he starts tomorrow. Uh, Who who knows? Maybe it's a breakout game. He wasn't in the squad on the weekend, so he's fresh. It makes more sense to me than to play a Ronnie Lopez, for example, who does not track back. He will not contribute defensively and I just cannot see... I cannot see Ronnie Lopez starting in a lineup that isn't a 4-2-3-1 and him playing as a a free-roll number 10 behind the striker. And then the other one is Mario Vrussay. A lot of people talking about Vrussay. I'd love to see it, but again, I just can't see it. He's one of those players right now that's playing 10-15 minutes at the end of the game, hasn't started a single game this season. I don't see any reason why Martins is going to start him tomorrow.
0: I agree. I agree. And with the lineup we just gave you, I thought Henry Onyekuru performed exactly as we needed him to perform in Turkey. In uh Constantinople, I thought he was good in that game. I think this 4 1 4 1, as I rightfully pointed out, it is it's not 4 3 3, it's 4 1 4 1 because the six plays a bit deeper and the two press forward. I think it's a much I really love that system. I don't know if it's come off, but that is my that's my with Agibu and Madi, the f- two front CMs. I love this system, I, I want to see it. And I think Henry, listen, I I think, um, why the hell is he here? He was here to run at the break at slow German defenders with space in behind. If he can't do that, why the hell did we spend 5 million euros on the guy? So just give him the goddamn chance to run at German defenders and it, hope for the best, you know, I don't know.
1: I, yeah, this five million question and why did we pay five million? I'm not gonna get into that today, yeah, but no, maybe I, is I, uh, as yeah. as our friend all red white um is saying here, maybe mm-hmm. tomorrow is Henry's chance to shine. I hope it yeah. is. I hope it's a breakout I, game for him tomorrow. He looks he looks like he needs confidence. I
0: also like this comment. Uh that, can Sorry. I bring it up? <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull it up. There we go. Fetano says, if Onyokuru doesn't score, can we use Lawnmower 4000 on his head? <laughs> I think we need a hair gel or hair dye. Maybe we can send him
1: the 20%. We can send him the code for the 20% discount, though I don't think he needs the discount. But I don't think know, he needs it. To. It would help
0: us, to be fair. So gate7intl at manscaped.com. If Henry Onyokuru won't buy it, you guys can buy it for us. But uh we... Uh, we, uh, yeah, very happy with the sponsorship. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think we're feeling, <laughs> we're feeling good about, uh, we're feeling pretty good about, about the game. I, don't, I don't know. The team has just been playing, meh, all season, Costa. I don't know. I haven't been on the podcast in so long, so I haven't had the chance to talk about this. And I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I. I don't know what to say. Oh god, all red. Oh. Oh god. If you all red white, it's been a while but I got my hair freshly cut by a man who only spoke French, so he did a good job for us not being able to communicate at all. But I don't know how to convince him I'm going to dye my hair pink. So
1: maybe maybe you can just get like if if he scores one goal, you can have like one line of pink in your hair. One line. But if he scores two, you, yes. you know, you, two lines of pink. <laughs>
0: oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see about
1: that. We'll let, see. Let him score that. first, and let's win, and then Labro can do whatever he wants with his hair. <laughs> Has he even scored. He's he scored in he scored in Bratislava. He scored against Slovan, yeah. Bratislava.
0: Yeah. <laughs> henry will dye my hair thank you all red white that's true i i hope i hope but anyway guys i just wanted to talk about this like the team has been so poor and the result the thing is the results have been coming so it's so difficult to be critical of a team when results are coming and i don't know who said it maybe it was one of our bloggers but um, the away game in Frankfurt exposed us for what we really are. Like we, like the results against Antwerp and Fenerbahce were a smokescreen. But what happened in Frankfurt is what we really are. I don't know who said that. I, it was I one of our it. It's one of our it's bloggers. Of our bloggers. Yeah. And I, I don't know if that's true. Like I just want to see tomorrow night. I want to see some fight. I want to see some. Just giving, giving it, you know, just we're going to be playing in front of our fans, like our castle, as we say, our temple. Like, I want to see life from some of these players. I want to see Mari Kamara. I want to see, I want to see Henry. I also, I love Yusef El Arabi, but I want to see him fight too. You know what I mean? Like, he's been a bit passive. Like, I want to see him just, I uh, just. The only one who's been fighting recently is Socrates. Like, I, I just want even Mvia to come in for a tough tackle and just, you know, f- shove it, you know, like get the fans going. Like, we need something like that. We need it so bad. Like, the fans are going to give them some energy, but we, we needed something from the players, you know. Like, that's my point. That's.
1: I have a question, and this is maybe yeah. a discussion that we can have another time as well, but. Out of our summer transfer dealings,
0: mm-hmm.
1: who's been successful? Tequino. Who's been a success?
0: Agui Bu. Yep. Yep. Uh,
1: but he was brought in for the B team.
0: Yeah. Uh, Augustine Ball were- on the B team. Dimitris Pinakas on the B team. Uh, H- Henry. Henry has been... Yeah, I'm not going to say it. I'm not even going to. I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. It's a good question.
1: It's only, I feel like in the old days, we would learn of-
0: some of these guys. Like, I don't know if it's COVID or the club has become more responsible and the fans have become more responsible over the ages of Martins. But I, I feel like in the old days, if Henry Onyekuru was pulling this shit, like even like seven, eight years ago, like, there would be uh there would be problems for Henry on your career. Like I don't know. I, you know th- what th- I
1: mean? This is, a, this is a discussion for another time, but I think that this team, Martins's team, has come full circle. It's yeah, time sure. it is time for a refresh, and we'll have time to talk about this another another day. Oh, for sure. The priority now is, is Frankfurt, but there are issues in this squad that are more than just we had a big COVID outbreak over the summer that set back our our preseason. We've lost Costas Fortunis, yeah. the best Greek midfielder. We we forget this. Costa coming on in a game like in the Greek league where we've struggled for sure. Or in Europe, I'm sorry, but in the European games last season against PSV or at Porto away, even though we lost, he's a player that came on and he gives you something. How many players can you say that about? Uh, how many players do you have that can change a game, that can impact a game like Costa? You don't have no. it. So, but, but, but the issue is, like I said, it's more than just the injuries. It's more than COVID. I think the squad is in need of a refresh. But that's a discussion for another time.
0: I, I, I think um, I think that's fair. I also think there's a few... Um, this is before we could even talk about this. I think there's a few... Uh, there's some old players we could go back to, and I'm going to be real quick and say Omar El I think, is going to start playing in January. Javi uh, looks like he's going to be leaving from that Qatari team. Guillerme may be around. Anyway, these are just names that are being thrown out... Um,
1: I would anyway, take them both back in a heartbeat. I, w-
0: I would too. I don't know what Omar's condition is. I know it's been bad with the eye and face from the firework. But <clears throat> anyway, we'll we'll, we'll see. Um, I I think there's just a larger discussion needs to be had like that. There's a deep illness with this team. Like the team is sick. Like there's not, I don't know. I I think that's my opinion. I'm going to support the team. We're going to analyze the team. But deep down, something's been wrong with this team. I've been saying it. All the listeners know. Since last season. Deep illness. I, I think it already starts post-Wolves game. I think that was a soul crusher. Like, And even more so after winning the the championship last season. I think the club has not fully recovered from that wolf situation i don't know that's opening a huge can of worms yeah um
1: i I think that's that's gonna be an interesting discussion when the four of us are on later on in the season and we can look you know look back at how this season's gone and you know how Mm -hmm. successful we've been because it's 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 early november um it's it's still early tomorrow is is a high uh high impact game it's gonna I think it will to a certain extent determine a lot. Uh depending if we win or lose tomorrow there's gonna be yeah it's it's always like that Olibiakos you could say but bad result tomorrow is gonna have grigna as we say in in
0: Greek course I let me just grinya is a good comment and if thirty thousand people saw what we saw Traveling to Frankfurt, it's not going to be pretty. It's because the no, team no, could have no, no, no. lost What we saw in Frankfurt, the effort we saw in Frankfurt. Okay, here we go. Here's another rant. What we saw in Frankfurt, for 2,000 of us to travel to Frankfurt, and it was not easy. What we went through, rain, cops, Frankfurt fans, whatever, a train that wouldn't go anywhere, and some of those guys didn't even come to give a, they, they clapped and then they were off to the dressing room to show no effort. If we see anything like that tomorrow night, there's going to be some problems. I, I'm just saying, but it, I, I think they got away with that. Like there wasn't a lot of talk about that, but what they showed us in Frankfurt and then after the game, that like slight clap, I think Cissé was the only one. Cissé came to the fans. And he Socrates. put his hand on his heart and kind of apologized. The rest of them gave a little yeah. clap. So long, we're off to the showers. Yeah. See you next week. Like,
1: just no. It just... was just it was it was just him and Socrates that came afterwards. Yes, yeah, exactly. The rest of Socrates them. Socrates was there. Socrates was the first one.
0: Yeah, uh, he was the first, first one. True. He he yeah. he said hello to yeah. someone on Frankfurt, and he was right over. I think it took some yeah. of these clowns like a few. Even the even the Frankfurt players clapped us. I don't know if you have noticed that at the end yeah. of the game. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. Us. They came over and clapped us. Those clowns. Like, like, even, like,
1: even Ronnie Lopez came over. Actually, even yeah. Ronnie Lopez came over and was just like, g- 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 <laughs> "Get out of <Yeah>. here, man! <laughs> Screw up, Ronnie!" Like, <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't know you yet. You can come but back I, when you've shown you something.
0: I don't know. Just um, it was great to be with the team in Frankfurt, but like, it just felt like the team didn't respect us almost like and if they do that at home with a tifo with the choreograph you know how many people had to set this choreograph up how many fans they were calling for hands down um, some of the fan clubs and in athens i know the misfits were calling for people like and they're gonna if they show no effort or they show lack of running like they did in frankfurt I think uh, Henry on your crews of the world are going to have some problems. I, I think that's it. I think that's no, another key takeaway for me.
1: You're, you're, you're really hoping that they're going to rise to the occasion. They have to. That they is to. that is what we expect of the players tomorrow, that they rise to the occasion, that they they remember what Olympiacos is about. Olympiacos is about playing with passion. It's about not being afraid to get in the faces of your opponents. And I'm going to go out and say it, if if we play like Olympiacos tomorrow, it's 3-0. It's it a 3-0 game. Way. With that crowd tomorrow and with the, the players that they are missing, it's a big opportunity tomorrow for a big win that could set the momentum and really get, get us going, give confidence to everybody in that squad for the games that are coming up. There's Yoni Goss afterwards. There's going to be a chance for rotation on the weekend. And then after that, there's a break. And guess what? When we come back, we go and play Aik away. So get, you know, strap in, guys. Tomorrow is a big game. Get in their faces. Get the fans behind you. And there's no reason why tomorrow isn't. Three nil game. Like I'm, yeah. I'm going to be bold. The Frankfurt gonna say team that. is
0: so there for the taking too. They're so weak mentally. You could see they're kind of. It, it was with their fans too. They're a bit of like the the high riders. You know when things are going good, they're playing and they're but like some di- some adversity there. You give them tackle, you get an early goal, and they just fall apart. Like they will,
1: they, they will wither. They will they
0: wither. Like they play some nice football sometimes, but they seem like a team that if. Shit goes wrong, like we're we're done. You know they don't have any anything there. Like they're, I I don't know. I personally I I hate them so much. I, <laughs> I I I just hate the city of Frankfurt. I hate their fans too. I hate I hated their fans. Like I don't know some of the the treatment we received in Frankfurt. Screw it. Like I I hope their fans are well treated and in Athens, let's say that. So we'll, we'll see.
1: Yeah. What matters is we'll what see. happens in the in the pitch or on the pitch tomorrow.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And um, a big shout out to Thira Efta, to Gate7 for organizing this choreo and to all the fans who will be in the stadium tomorrow night. We're all with you. Uh, we're hoping for the big win. We'll all be watching and we're going to be live covering the game afterwards. And with that, I am predicting a 3-1 win a goal of el arabi masuras and henry henry pinker let's say henry let's say henry as well henry's going to score tomorrow night let's let's say that
1: guys thanks so much for joining us tonight the activity has been absolutely amazing the comment. Section is on fire tonight. Uh, lots of questions. Sorry, we haven't been able to just pick up everything, it's not possible. Come back tomorrow
0: uh, night after a big win. Subscribe, yeah, like, back. be ready, guys. Let's- guys, if
1: you haven't subscribed, hit that effing subscribe button underneath the video. Don't miss any other episodes. We are here before every Europa League game, every European fixture to preview. We bring guests along, uh, most of the times. Not today. Um, We're on after the games as well. We're on every Sunday. We do two episodes a week. Don't miss any episodes. Hit that subscribe button and give us a like if you like what you've been listening to. And it helps us to grow the community. There are Olympiacos fans all over the world. Some that don't speak Greek, most speak Greek, but we are an English-speaking channel Help us to grow. Uh, we really appreciate all the support, all the love that we've been getting. Even when we went to Frankfurt, actually, both Labro and I had a couple no, of people come up to us and ask, are you yeah. the guys that do the show? Uh, no, we're really uh, great to feel the love. And uh, please do support us. Leave us a like, uh, leave us a comment, subscribe to the channel and check out all our all our social media. Uh, Labro, anything else before before we wrap up?
0: No guys, like 3 let's go for it tomorrow night. Like let's do it. I'm pumped up. I love doing these pre-games cuz it gets me going. And I'm just, I don't know, like everything I said about the team not playing so well, there's something's wrong. Like nothing does it like a big European game or a big derby and tomorrow's a big European game at home, at home. Like let's see it. Let's see it tomorrow night from the players and and I hope they get that message cuz cuz I really want to see something. I want to see something tomorrow night from these guys.
1: And with that, we can wrap it up. Shall we sing the fans a little song for tomorrow to get them in the mood?
0: I never sing a song, but which song are we
1: singing? <speaking in Spanish> <speaking in Spanish> me,
0: Okay, I, I
1: can't say okay, I'm crazy. <laughs> i crazy. All right, guys, metiniki avrio. Peace out. You just listened to an episode of the Gate Seven International Podcast podcast connecting olibiagos fans from brussels to tokyo from toronto to geneva we are four olibiagos fans from every corner of the world bringing you news and interviews of the team you love in english with new episodes twice a week you'll never miss out on the latest updates and stories of the team you love if you liked what you heard make sure to follow us on social media at gate 7 intl give us a subscribe on youtube or even leave a review on all our podcast channels until next time, this is our team, our city, and our story. Thrilosise, stomialo, kati majiko.